I'm all about I'm all about a vibe with the food. Like the food complements the vibe, if that makes sense. Oh my gosh. See, fat people like me that we we don't care about the about all that. We just eat. Yo, 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 what's up, Sooner fans? This is your host from the Prairie to the Pros, Jeremiah Hall, formerly number 27 on the field, but always number one in your hearts. Here with me today, you know who it is, my right-hand man, number nine on the field, the Braden Willis. And this is the podcast on the Prairie. Braden. Yo. Yo, we're back. I think I'm getting used to the D in front of my name. I think I'm getting used to it now. Has it has it stuck yet? Are like guys in the locker room calling you the Braden Willis? Oh, yet? not guys in the locker room, but I see it all the time on Twitter and y'all say it. I think it's getting used. And my mom is some, you know, they tease me about it. So I think I'm getting used to it now. Bro, you'll know it'll be uh, official when those guys in the locker room start adding the D. <laughs> If I if I was still in there, I'd get a sharpie and put it like on your locker right above your thing. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm gonna text That's Danny. Terrible. I'm gonna text Danny when we're done and make sure he does it because I know he would. Danny would definitely. You know, Danny would do it. I know. I'm gonna make sure he does I'm, it. I'm gonna come in the locker room tomorrow. It's gonna be up there. I'm gonna take a picture and put it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there we go. That's cool though. <laughs> I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while because I've been busy with the Senior Bowl and everything. I'm saying, man. How was the Senior Bowl, man? Yeah, Our boys are showing out, man. Y'all look good out there. Bro, it was it was an experience like no other. I had a blast there. But let me say, it was, uh, it was a lot, man. I felt like I was in fall camp mode because I'll, I'll just give you a run through of the entire week, right? So I fly, I fly out Sunday. And I get there around one o'clock central time and I'm busy literally all day. I get there. I have to weigh in. I have to get a physical. I have to get fitted for my pants and my jersey. I take a Wonderlick test. I have to take another two and a half hours worth of psychological tests. So they give us all these answers and we have to play like a video game type of deal. And man, it's it's crazy what the what the NFL asks you to do even before, you know, the combine or even before they draft you. Like, these people are super, super duper thorough. Like, they're going to know yeah. you before even meeting you. It's it's crazy. And everyone fails to mention how much paperwork you have to do. I swear I wrote my social security, my name, and my birthday so many times. My email, my phone number, just... I'm like, man, I, I'm i tired. So that was Sunday. I was busy from 1 o'clock until 11. And then Monday, we're up 6 o'clock early in the morning. We have these activities all throughout the day. And it's another busy day. But Monday, Monday was the kicker. So we have meetings with the coaches around 4, 5, 6 o'clock. We finish these meetings at 6, 6.30. That's when we get our plays, right? So all the stuff we're going to run Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in the game. Uh, we get it on Monday and you know how like you get the plays, but you don't really know them because obviously you still got to study them. All right. So right. I was I was in a situation like that. Right. So right after that meeting, we had another set of meetings with the scouts from seven to eleven thirty. I met with 
16 of the teams Monday mm-hmm. night. And we were all exhausted, but we had, even when we finished and had to go back to our rooms, we had to study the playbook. <laughs> so guys were up till 12, 31 a.m. Then we had to wake up at 6 a.m. for breakfast, get ready, and then have practice. I'm like, how do you expect us to function off of <laughs> such little sleep? But man, we had to, we had to get it out the mud. So mm-hmm. long story short, man, it was a, a week of getting to know a lot of cool guys. Um, a week of learning, fun, and uh, lack of sleep. <laughs> so, hey, man, a week, a week of you know, a week of a uh, little less sleep. You know what I'm saying? To make a little money, it's never that bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, you ain't wrong. I'll tell you this though. <laughs> um, after the game, right? This is how tired I was, bro. After the game, I went to sleep at seven thirty. That's mm. how tired I was. <laughs> that boy's on that grown man talk. I gotta go to sleep. Oh, what? Guys was talking about going out to the club and celebrating, grabbing drinks. I was I was out, bro. I was tired. Cause I was, you know, I was the only fullback on my team. So I'm sitting there playing the whole game. Some guys, you know, some guys had it set up to where they only did a certain number of drives. Some guys right. only played a quarter. But you know, good old Jay Hall. <laughs> I was in there the whole time. Yep. So it it was fun though. I had a good time. I had to uh I, I got to meet guys like Charlie Kolar. Um mm-hmm. he's cool. It's crazy because you know, we played him what five times over the past four so years. Many, yeah, so many times. Yeah, so he's cool. Uh I got to chop it up with Petrie from Baylor. He's a cool dude. So uh oh Grant Grant was there. Mm-hmm. Um my guy. Yeah. Got to got to chop it up. Uh, TJ there. was there also too. Oh yeah, yeah. TJ was also there. Yeah. Yeah, man, it was, it it was a blast. I had a I had a good time. Um, I wish we could have did a podcast while I was out there, man. But I was just, I I couldn't do it. I was beat. So I think that people understand. You know, I yeah. think they understand. Sorry, Sooner Nation, we couldn't get uh, content out to you guys. We've been spoiling you guys for the past what five, six, seven months now. Just know it was Jay Hall's fault because I was ready. Me and Alex were ready. <laughs> you and Alex were ready. I will give you that. They were waiting on me. Um, it was my job to actually interview Grant while we were down there, but I haven't got a chance to to even get that yet. So um, sorry, guys. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try and make it up to you though. But anyways, man, uh, how are things? How are things in Norman? What you got going on? Man, uh, things here, you know, I was telling Alex uh, before we started that, you know, this part of off season is kind of slow and not in terms of, you know, having stuff to do, just in terms of, you know, usually we're playing in season or we're in spring ball or, you know, things among that. But people don't really know that, you know, summer and like the the ses- the spring before spring ball is actually really like just just nothing but working out in class, you know? So it's really been just, you know, not a, un, like not eventful, you know, we, um, I have, you know, chopped it up with DG a lot, you know, yeah. uh, he took me out to dinner, took me and Marv out to dinner, uh, to Louis and, uh, chopped it up with him. We've had some throwing sessions, got some extra work in, but man, I will say though, the workouts are going well, you know what I'm saying? They, they're definitely not easy, but man, you just feel yourself getting some good work and you know what I'm saying? I think all of us can appreciate that. And boy, we be lifting. Like I was telling, uh, like I was telling y'all before we started uh, recording, 
today, today, which today is uh, Monday, February 7th, for everybody wondering, we it was our upper body day and we had bench. And the difference, you know, between like some of the workouts that we used to do in the past and now is that we don't have like two like main lifts and like accessory lifts, you know, like stuff that is uh, combined with them. We have like five main lifts and then we got they're paired with something else. Like it's like bench, incline, like, you know what I'm saying? Like Terry Road, we got bent over road, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. And so uh today we had bench and we had like five sets of that, you know, with two warm-up sets. And then we were doing where we did three, like three, two, one, and we did a max set. And a max set, we have to go as many, there's not, not a regular max set, like as much weight as you can do. There was a set weight on your car. You had to do that as many times as possible. Yeah. You know, so like I had 340 on mine. I had to rep it out as many times as possible. And then, you know, we obviously, after that, we had a drop set, you know what I'm saying? So my drop set was like 275. So I had to rep that for five. But my weight, my, the, uh, my max weight was like 340. I think I hit it like three or four times. Like, Ooh, boy, you strong. But, yeah, after this is after like you know what I'm saying like a whole workouts and stuff you know what I'm saying? strong my boy we we be we begin to we begin to then I think uh, Danny today you know tweeted he's like uh, we're, <laughs> I gotta go find a tweet because it was actually kind of funny yeah I he saw said that. lifting with lifting with Braden is a dangerous game that I love he was talking about because we were doing pull ups and we I just kept on adding the weight on this. And I was, yeah. he's trying to keep up you know what I'm saying he kept up but man you know I was repping it out my boy was like. We got to two plates on the little belt thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For the weighted pull-ups, he was like, I don't know, be well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hit you with the, we might have to drop it down some, big dog. <laughs> yeah, he did it, though. He, he he did it. But, man, we be getting it in, you know what I'm saying? We're going to yeah. all walk out there extra swole, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Has Schmitty got on we to you at all? Like, he, has he had to say anything to you? Um, Nah, not really. Um. Well, not me, but the group, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the other day we had two guys that like were late, you know what I'm saying? Cars weren't starting and stuff like that. You know how that goes. So, yeah. uh, yeah, but not really overall today, but like I t- the only thing he has said to me <laughs> was one day we were working out. And remember I told you I got my ears pierced. Yeah. So we can't have earrings in while we're working out. Uh. So I had to, uh. I, I didn't have my earrings in, but I had like the like clear spacers in, you know what I'm saying? But they were mm-hmm. big. And he was like, take your earrings out. He's like, you need to take your earrings out. I was like, hey, coach, they're like spacers. He's like, oh, still take them out. So I took them out. And you know what I'm saying? Then I just put in the small ones. And I was yeah. like, but that was really the only thing. And then so I went and talked to him afterwards and he's like, oh, okay, it makes sense. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Just make sure it's not noticeable. So I just put in the smaller ones. Yeah. But Choose that was really medals. the only thing. Choose your battles. Exactly. Wisely. I want to go. I want to. <laughs> I want to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, guys. Let me go ahead and take them out there. They're like, yeah, we can talk about this later. I ain't even. We can talk about this after, coach. When you, you know, what I'm saying, you, you know, you can't put me on a stairmaster. <laughs> yeah. What? So, what's been the wildest thing you've seen from Schmitty so far? Or has he been kind of lax? Like, is he making guys make weight, like drinking shakes right there in front of you, and that type of deal? Or, so. The weight thing is starting this week. Oh. So I imagine that we'll start seeing that because they have to talk to the coaches about what weights they wanted us to make and everything okay. like that. And, you know, the coach has been busy with recruiting. So 
they just started the weight thing this week. And then um, it hasn't been, it hasn't been like anything like super just out the normal other than, you know, I mean, just some of the regular stuff that you would expect to happen in the college football program. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you're working out hard, you know what I'm saying? We had some guys throw up and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. The thing that you told me that was going to happen that I have, that has stuck in my head. That is absolutely true is when we run, when we run, we don't have any breaks. So it's like the last group, whenever they pass the line, the next group is going. Like there is no breaks. There's no like 30 second rest. There's no like one to two, one to three, none of that. Like as soon as that last group go, you're on the line, like ready to go. (laughs) But um, overall though, I, I like it though. We do a lot of like stuff that is like really team building. So like we do everything together. So like, uh like when we're walking you know how we used to walk after uh, a conditioning set or something to cool oh, yeah. down yeah you're walking walk we're together. all walking together and stuff in a straight like line that. and then mm-hmm, in yeah. a straight line we gotta uh get gather outside the weight room you know mm-hmm. after after the workouts and wait on everybody to come energy. and then yeah exactly yep. and then, so we all run over together and then there was uh, instance where there was like some food or bottles left in the weight room or not in the weight room in the uh, indoor and we were all outside scotty came out he was like y'all need to you know pick up y'all stuff so we all had to go back in there and uh you know do it together it's just everything is together and i love it it's cool you know what i'm yeah. saying so no, that's um, crazy that you say that because i'm sitting here having flashbacks while you talk because those are the little things that i forgot but those are the things that make all the difference like walking in a line I remember mm-hmm. that like it was yesterday or um, like cleaning up. Like we couldn't ever leave anything. Um, right. Yeah. The breaks. I forgot about that. I, matter of fact, I'm the one who told you about that and I still forgot. But yeah, man, I'm sitting over it, here. It, and it's just little, it's just little stuff. Like for example, yeah. like first off, like I told you the first time, the warmups are no joke. Okay. But when we do this, like little stuff, when we do like friends, we do like inchworms, you know what I'm saying? And we do inchworms. He will literally make everybody go back. If when we're going down, we're not like punching fast. So if we're not like, you know what I'm saying? Like inching down to the ground, he'd be like, nope, that's not fast enough. You got to punch like you're going to punch a defender. You know what I'm saying? So everybody go back. So we have to get down real fast and then (laughs) go all the way up to our toes. It's real. It's it's different, but it's real cool though. You know what I'm saying? I I like it. It's just going to make us more disciplined and, uh, it's going to make us closer as a team, too. So, But we've yeah. been killing the workouts, though. Schmitty's been happy. We've been happy. We just know when you walk in there, you're going to work. You know what I'm saying? So, For sure. Well, it sounds like you're killing the workouts and having a good time because I've never seen somebody smile so much while talking about Schmitty's workout. So <laughs> you must be doing pretty nah. good for yourself over there. I, it's just, like I said, man, you just, you know, when you – you know, when you're getting to push yourself, you know what I'm saying? You get to see how tough you are. You get to really make some progress. It's it's, it's nice, you know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. I don't know. But that's just, you know, me. I, I don't know if anybody else is going to be smiling while talking about Schmitty, but, you know. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, so. you heard it here first from the Braden Willis about what he thinks about Schmitty's workout so far. Um, I don't know about him, but, uh, Braden, you probably saw I was bored in the airport and asked, Ask well, telling Sooner Nation to ask me questions. We could talk about whatever. And somebody asked me, "Would you or do you miss not being able to play under uh, BV for a year?" 
And then uh, they asked about Schmitty too. And I was like, BV? Yeah. And I was like, Schmitty? Nah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm glad you, uh, you have a, a positive perspective on this new regime, regime you have. For sure. For sure. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, um, I forgot to mention earlier, I was talking about the senior bowl. It wouldn't be right for me to talk about the senior bowl if I didn't talk about how great of a week Perion Winfrey had. Man. Yeah. I know you guys saw it all over Twitter, all over so Instagram, social media, whatever you're using. Man, he 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 killed it. He mm-hmm. absolutely killed it. Me, I didn't I didn't start that fast. Um my first two days, my first two practices, they weren't slow, but they weren't great. Uh, my third practice was a lot better, and I think my game was uh, my best day. But, yeah, man, Perion, he came out there killing it. But I will say, though, I will say the defense had a lot easier scheme than the offense, man. I think the defensive line only had, like, three calls, you know, cover two, mm-hmm. cover three man yeah that's, that's that. all the same you know that doesn't change whereas like the offense mm-hmm. you know we're playing but at the same time we're they're thinking and it's hard to play fast so i'm not making excuses or anything but the entire offense as a whole got a lot better day three and um mm-hmm. as, as well as day as as well as game day but uh perion kilts it um ba definitely made his name as one of the most versatile linebackers in the draft Everybody saw his athletic ability. Uh, I didn't see Isaiah. I didn't watch Isaiah's reps too much, but from what I'm hearing, he had a great week. And, um, you know, I just told you about mine. So, uh, oh, and Keith, Keith had a, Keith had, yeah, a, good had a good week. Too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, you know, I was, I was tuned into everything. I was watching it on NFL network basically all week. And so I was tuned in, you know, I, cause I gotta, I, you know, I gotta see, you know, yeah. maybe the process that I'm going to go through next year. So, you know, I was tuned in. But, yeah, y'all y'all boys are balling. Also, TJ had a good game day as well. You know, he came yeah. there late, but TJ Pledger, you know, Utah, Utah tra- or OU transferred, went to Utah. Everybody knows him. But he had a pretty good game day. So, yeah. shout out to uh, TJ. Speaking of you being tuned in, bro, I, I forgot to tell you this. Um, I know I texted you, but I forgot to tell you this off the off of us recording. But I, I'll tell you now, um, you got some good reports, man. You you got some, uh, yeah. Hey, okay. hey, people are. I'm. I was telling everybody, all the scouts that uh, they mentioned the podcast, bro. Uh, half the scouts of the 32 teams that I talked to, I think at least at the minimum 12 of them mentioned the podcast on the prairie. So that gave me an opportunity to hype you up. You know, talk about us. Oh, we love that. Yeah, talk about that type of deal. And I and I low key got a little scouting report on you. So. You know oh, yeah, we love that. <laughs> Basically, B. Willie, all you got to do, all you got to do is stay healthy, block, continue to block your butt off, and I already know you're going to catch the ball and get those, get them targets. I ain't even worried about that. Mm-hmm. But, hey, brother, you focus on them two things. You're going to be, you're you going to be in that mix. Yes, sir. So, yeah, that's that, you know, that's the, that's the biggest thing when I talk to a couple people, you know, that's what they were telling me. So, you know, just focusing on getting better as an athlete every day, you know, yeah. hour by hour, day by day, week by week, inch by inch, you know, and we'll see what happens, you know, later on this year. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm not even worried about it. Not even worried about it. It, it was cool, though, because 
Um, I, I just got to talk about us. I got to talk. Alex, you're not even a recruit, but I threw you in there. I'm like, yo, there's this kid, <laughs> there's this kid we met. He was out here in Colorado. <laughs> ah, man. Um, so shout out to the fans for for uh, following the pod and, you know, how we feel about the fans and that type of deal. But, uh, uh, yeah, just, just had to shout out. Just had to shout out my boys, man. Um, Perion won MVP, that type of deal, all those receipts. I think he's made like five Instagram posts just from senior bowl pictures alone. That kid is uh <laughs> he, he's so happy, man. Um, I'm happy for all the boys, man. I'm 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 happy for all the boys. Um I think, I think um shoot, what was I about to say? I can't remember. We'll come back to it, but um yeah, that's the so y'all definitely made the University of Oklahoma proud. Y'all boys did a y'all y'all boys were doing great, man. Y'all are balling. Yeah. Like I said, I was tuned in. So I could tell y'all, y'all made the University of Oklahoma proud. Y'all made the fans proud. You know, they were talking about it all week. And uh yeah, man, we can't wait to see what y'all, you know what I'm saying, what y'all come back and do in the combine and in the pro day. Also, yeah, like I don't think I've got a chance to congratulate you on the combine the uh combine uh invite, like oh, personally. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, you. So congrats on that, man. That's big time right there. Thank you. Thank you. I um I was praying, man. I was praying, you know, I'm the top H back and everything, but you just never know. So I'm happy. Sure. I'm excited. You know, not too many guys get that uh combine and Reese's bowl invite. So uh, oh, speaking of, here's a crazy stat. You can't even get this at the combine, but Jim Nagy told us the, you know, director of the Reese's Bowl. He told us that ninety percent of Reese's Bowl players that were there last year were on an opening day roster for Week One of this year. And after he told me that, I I was like, I was like, man, I'm about to I'm about to kill it. I'm about to, you know, my 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 yeah. confidence went went through the roof. And so, um, I think I said it on on Twitter real quick, just about my confidence in general. Uh, my first two days, honestly, Sooner Nation, I was um, I didn't do as great as I wanted to. I didn't start out as fast as, as Perion, and that's how I imagine me starting out. My one on ones weren't great, and I was struggling a little bit. But um, I prayed about it. I talked to my parents about it, and they just told me to go out there and have fun, that type of deal. And uh, each day, I, I got better and better and better. And by the end of the week, man, I can certainly see myself in the NFL prospering. And being successful because I'm, I'm the type of person to overthink, and um, I was a little nervous going into the Senior Bowl. I'm not even gonna lie to you, but uh, now um, I got all the confidence in the world. I know you guys have faith in me as well, so I just wanted to make sure I put that out there and and gave y'all the real spiel about what was going on because it's not always, you know, high and mighty, chest held high, thinking mm -hmm. that we're on top of the world. You know, I actually. I do face struggles, and um, I did. I did struggle those first couple of days, but um, I'm glad I finished strong, though. Yeah, for sure, man. I was I was just getting ready to ask you how do how did you feel like the competition was, and how you fared? Is like, was it a noticeable difference? Just all the you know all like really talented players from each team around the country being on you know I'm saying two teams. Did did you feel like it was like anything different than what we would experience on a Saturday? like, you know, playing for OU or like, how'd you, how'd you feel like you fared? Yeah. You know, you, um, I don't think anything was much different. The speed was, uh, pretty much the same. Um, yeah. 
I will say you just respect your opponent a little bit more. You know, you're on your toes a little bit more because you can get anything. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, how we go up to the linebackers in practice and say, we can wrap y'all up any day, blah, blah, blah. You know, we we talk that smack. It, it There, like, you could talk that smack, but you, you better be They're ready to. Up. Yeah, you better mm-hmm. be ready to back it up and respond because a guy can hit you with a move that you ain't never seen before. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And you got to be able to react. Your feet got to be quick, sharp. Hands got to be ready. So um, mm-hmm. I guess the biggest thing was there were no tendencies that you could pick up on on any particular person because obviously it's not like we play them or practice the same guys over and over and over. You know, each each rep is a strain, bro. And honestly, we didn't even have as many reps during the week, but I felt more tired during or after a senior bowl practice than I would one of our practices. And I think that's just mm-hmm. because, you know, it's high. It's like ten- game reps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Each like rep is reps. like a game rep. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's high, high, you know, tense situation. You know, you're straining. Adrenaline pumping. Yeah, all yeah. that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, nah, you know, on. that's interesting that you say that because I didn't even think of that. Like, we go into practice and we're running one on ones versus our safeties or something like that. But we know our guys, they know us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I know what works well versus them, what doesn't work well. I know what their tendencies are. You go there, you don't know what tendencies yeah. are. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what is what. So, that's interesting that you say that. Yeah. It's, um, you definitely respect the game a little bit more because, for example, when you're running routes, hands. <laughs> I never thought I would I'd focus so much on using my hands so much as is when I went down there because I'm like, man, I got to be, you know, ready for, for anything because somebody's jab might be quicker than the next man. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know what's up. But um, you'll, you'll be ready when the time comes. I anticipate you getting an invite, not even worried. But, um. Real quick, moving on to our next topic. I I don't want to touch on this too much, but I felt like we had to address it. Um, Got to. What's up with the? I mean, I I kind of knew Caleb was either gonna, Caleb was mm-hmm. probably gonna go to USC or, I don't know. I guess the Wisconsin rumor, but I was leaning more towards USC than anything. But, um, I'm not really wor- worried about that. I respect it, you know. Um. Lincoln was who he wanted to come in with, blah, blah, blah. But what's up with Link talking about the transfer portal, man? Oh, man. I, you, you know, know I, I'm not going <laughs> to talk down on Link, but uh, here's what he said. Here's what he said. I'm going to read the quote. He said, I think at some point we'll have to put in some guardrails. I think it's difficult for players, difficult for coaches, coaches, and difficult to build rosters when discussing the transfer portal. I was a little confused by that. I don't really yeah. know what he meant. I I don't know. Okay. So I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say that he knows because, man, they got a lot of players on the transfer portal. A lot. Yeah. Like, they got the Oregon running back and, like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm assuming that he knows that, he kind of, you know what I'm saying? He kind of, he's getting away with, you know what I'm saying? Some stuff that if the transfer portal was any other type of way or how it was back in the day, he wouldn't have got away with. So I'm assuming that he knows that, you know what I'm saying? What he did was not necessarily like, how do you say it? Conventional. 
But he knows that eventually that's going to have to change. That's how I'm assuming he meant it. You know what I'm saying? Because he's yeah. like, I got away with it, but they're not going to let this <laughs> keep on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not going to let the people start getting away with this for too much longer. So that's how I took it. But also it's like, uh, this thing, it don't really make sense. Like two plus two is not equaling four right now. You know what I'm saying? Like you <laughs> just got all these guys and you know what I'm saying? You're saying this, like you should be like at this point, be happy about the transfer portal. So I don't know. Yeah, I think uh I think Link definitely won the uh what did Mike Wood say? Uh he won the Portal Combat <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> yeah, he did. of this off season. So Oh yeah. Um, I, I don't know about that one, but it is what it is. Um I'm sure he meant something by it, but uh it'd be nice if we could have that that clear it up. But anyways, we got our guys now signing days over with. All that is in the past. Caleb's out. We got a new QB in this thing. OU is worried about OU and uh, Mm -hmm. nobody else, man. It's like what Caleb says, OU versus or against the world versus or against. It's one of those. Same thing. One of them. Mm -hmm. Especially now that we were left out the uh, Atlantic's early top 25. I forgot to mention that earlier, but yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, I saw that. Obviously, you know, you know how we are in the locker room. We don't care. We really don't mm-hmm. care too much about the outside opinions, obviously. Yeah. But um, it has caught some eyes from, you know, us older players, and we are paying attention as we always do. You know, yeah. We don't really care that much, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? It's not what everybody's thinking, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we got some yeah. stuff. Where I'm excited about what we're building, so I'm not really too worried. And then also – we have coaches that are pushing, you know what I'm saying? We, we talk about our goals, you know what I'm saying? And so the best example I can do is they put everybody, everything on everybody's locker. They put this national championship oh. trophy on everybody's yeah. locker, on every single you know, door entrance, on everything. It's all over the place. We have no choice to think about that. So as we always say, we're going to just be the sleeping giant. You know what I'm saying? We're just going to be chilling, you know, getting our work in, head down, pedal yeah. to the metal, and then we're going to let it talk for itself, you know, when when that day comes. My thing, when I saw it, I'm like, how could you put – and their response was that we lost, you know, Caleb, we lost Spencer, um, you know, we lost Mo, Mo we lost me, and, uh, you know, the rest of the guys, B.A., Perion, that type B-I. of deal. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, bro, we've proven to be capable of reloading. But yet every year they put Texas in the top 25. And what has Texas done? They put, you know, A&M prior before they were any good. They put them in the top 25. What have they done? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like we lose a few guys. And it's like they, the the faith of the world is lost in OU. And I'm like, we, we've been doing this for how long? And there's some it's, teams that so haven't weird. even made a championship game. Like, what? It's so weird. It's funny that you said that. You know what the most interesting thing to me every year is that every year we lose guys and we always reload. And then also, if we're being quite honest here, being quite honest, if we had the year that we thought we were going to have, speaking like national championship you know, Big 12 championship and everything like that, we were going to lose a whole lot more guys than we were originally. And if 
it's so hypocritical because if we would have did that, you know what I'm saying? And say Link would have stayed, whatever the case would be. If we would have went to Big 12, won a natty, whatever the case may be, Link would have stayed. Even if we would have lost all them people, they wouldn't have been saying that. They would have been like, oh, yeah. man, OU's going to be great this year. You know, they, they're they coming off a natty. They lost some talent, but you know OU always reloads. But now it's all doom and gloom. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, we're not, we not too worried about it. Just know we're paying attention. We got our eye towards it. We don't got our whole head turned, but we got our eye, you know, look peeping out our, you know, peripheral. So, we're we going to, you know what I'm saying? We're we just going to put our heads down, grind. And, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to August, we're just going to, you know, let that let the grinding do its talking for itself, you know? For sure. I got all the faith in the world in you guys, especially – uh, with my with my boy B Willie at the helm, probably in that captain role somewhere down the yes, line. Sir. Um, but now, nah, man, I'm uh I'm in total agreement agreement with you. Um, from a selfish point of view, I'm looking forward to being a fan, or not selfish, just from my own point of view. So, uh, mm-hmm. try not to stress me out too much if possible. Um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, sure. nah, man, you you know I um, support y'all boys. Can't wait to see y'all in action. Um, I know you guys are doing great. Um, I know that work with Schmitty is is just going to make y'all better. Um, but yeah, be on the sticker sticker. I will say this before we move on to our next part: stick around the the scale those those first few days as guys are weighing in and, and just see what happens. <laughs> I'm telling you, you you probably gonna see something that you ain't ever seen before. But <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You go, you go I'm going to do that. I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll make sure I'm in the middle of the pack so I can hear and scope out <laughs> some things. Oh, man, that's what's up. All right, Sooner Nation, that's all we got for this part of the podcast. Moving on, we got a special guest coming up next. All right, Sooner fans, the man you've all been waiting for, coming to us all the way from Hawaii, weighing in at 200-plus pounds, around six foot or so. Future number eight on the field. Our guy Dylan Gabriel. What's up, DG? My God, Jay Hall. What up? What's up, man? Appreciate you coming on to the show. Man, you have no idea how many DMs and how many messages that me and Braden get about who we should have on the show. And as soon as you enter the portal and you make that commitment to OU, they all start hitting us up. So I'm like, all right, man, we get them on here. Anything for my guys, man. Yeah, it was important sure. that we got you on here, you know, with all the all the stuff going on. You know, I just thought it would be good for everybody to hear you and hear your voice and hear your story and everything like that. So thought it'd be good to get you on this week, man. So appreciate for you. Sure. Appreciate you for coming on. For appreciate sure. you guys, man. All right, man. Not going to waste any time cutting straight to this, Chase. Tell us a little bit about how you – ended up at OU. I know you entered the portal in November, ended up at UCLA. Now you're at OU. Can you talk to us a little bit about your journey and how you got here? Crazy story. So um, just from the beginning, um, obviously entered the portal um, in November or early December or so. Um, Went through the process, took a couple visits. You know, I visited Ole Miss um, where Coach Levy was visited uh, UCLA, um, and then obviously Coach Levy came here and uh, kind of made my decision a little easier, not knowing the full situation yet, um, and I committed to UCLA, was letting it ride out, um, just 
kind of heard rumors and, and, and some stuff. You know, Coach Levy ended up giving me a call and, you know, was saying how he was going to be entering the portal. Um, and, you know, just a bunch of questions changing in, in this whole um, time. Um, obviously, you know, me leaving, I mean, I think there's at least like 15 top quarterbacks that enter the portal. Um, and then, you know, a spot opened up and, you know, I ran with it. You know, I truly believe in Coach BV, got to talk to him, got to talk to Coach Lev, um, and just felt like it was a no-brainer. Um, and shoot, fast forward a week from me committing, you know, I'm, I'm up here and we're getting this thing rolling. So it's it's been really quick, really fast, but I'm just glad to be here and I'm grateful. So, Can you take us through what life was like the day that you committed to OU? Because I think at this time, Caleb, Caleb Williams had just announced that he was entering the portal. However, he made that statement saying that he didn't know if he was going to actually leave or not. And we were all kind of on eggshells a little bit because, you know, we were happy because, you know, obviously you, you know, are coming in, but Caleb, you know, leaving, he's done a lot of stuff for us. What was you, what were you thinking during that time? Were, were things weird at all for you? Um, honestly, I try, I tried to keep, you know, other people's, you know, situations out of it. Um, I just felt like it was an open opportunity. Um, that's what I was told. And, and once I heard that I ran with it, um, but definitely on the, on the day of me committing, um, I mean, just on my side, you know, I, I think a lot of people know, you know, on Caleb's side, but on my side, you know, a lot was just going on. I was starting school at UCLA at the time. Didn't end up going to class um, because in, in the NCAA, there's also a rule that, you know, there's a couple of things you have to pass to officially be um, enrolled at that school. Um, so didn't end up going to class and um, on that January 3rd. And then once, you know, obviously uh, Caleb announced, you know, called Coach Lev and it was just an open opportunity. It was a, a chance to, you know what I mean, play with a really good team. Um, this school's got a lot of history with quarterbacks, but also just with great players. So, Man, that's pretty cool how you said you weren't really worried about Caleb. I actually respect that simply because whether he decided to stay or not, it sounds like you were all in on coming to Oklahoma, you know? Like you were willing oh, yeah, for sure. to like, fight for that job? I think just the whole opportunity in general, you know, uh, it's just a lot A lot comes with it. But, you know, I'm, I'm also, you know, the man for the job and excited for it. And I know there's a lot of guys around me too. Um, just being able to be at a different program and then coming to this one, um, there's a lot of great things that, that come with this program too that, you know, a lot of people don't get to see. So, yeah, for sure, man. You trust me. You 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 just got to OU, but there's there's so much more that our fans and the people around Norman have to offer for you. So uh, I'm excited uh, for for you personally and your future. But uh, you talked about getting acclimated to the team. I see Braden did a did a good job of getting you onto the podcast. So uh, <laughs> are, are you getting along with everybody? It seems like you are. I'm hearing nothing but positive things about you. No, man. There's a there's a bunch of great dudes. Um just a bunch of smart dudes too. Like just great men. 
um, and just being around those kind of guys um, just uplifts the whole program and, and all the guys in that building. So, um, you know, got to connect with B-Will. Um, we actually got to go to dinner, you know, got a lot closer and just connected on a different level. But for the most part, like, just a bunch of great dudes have opened me, opened up, you know, or let me, you know, come in with open arms, and, and I'm grateful for it, so. Okay. Yeah, you know, touching on that a little bit, Sooner Nation, which I don't know, is this man is a true professional. This man came in, and he's taking all the guys out to dinner. So that's what you want in a quarterback. Like, I thought that was so cool. I went and called my mom. I'm like, man, my mom, DG took me out to dinner. Like, that is, like that's what K1 used to do to the old lineman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is real cool. So, uh, yeah, you know, obviously, you know, Coach Levy just went on the interview and he said that uh, you're the guy, you know. So what's the next process and continuing to be – you know, building bonds with guys and making sure the chemistry is all there just come, you know, spring, summer, and then eventually fall? I think for me, that doesn't really change anything in terms of, like, continuing to compete, continue to work, you know, be who I am. That's that's who I am, too. So it's it's a bit easy for me because I ain't got to fake it. You know, I, I continue to work and, you know, grind every day because um, that's what quarterback does. You know, they set the standard, but also bring the guys around them to do the same thing. So um, with with that, it's just continue to be cohesive because it's a new staff, but also because it's a new team. You know what I mean? It's a new squad. So um, just getting it all together, you know how it is every single year. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, that's really the big thing. And the faster we click, you know, the more growth that can be made. So for sure. Hey, real quick, where'd y'all go to eat? We went to Louie's. Oh, okay. Got some wings, got some yeah, Louis was good. Louis was good. I, I ate a bit too much, though, for sure. He did. But we had a good time, though. It was uh, me, the crew was, that night was me, DG, and Marv. So we had a uh, we had a good little time, you know, just chilling, like you said, chopping it up, getting to know each other on a deeper basis, and uh, just go ahead and establish that connection, that chemistry right then and there. Yeah, for sure. I love Louis, man. I love their wings. Uh, their sweet potato fire. fries. Bro, there's they are. They, yeah, I forgot you should try those. You should have. I forgot all about them. Not gonna lie, because my mom gets them when we go there. They're really good. Y'all slacking. I always, I always get the. Uh, I think it's called the Prohibition Burger with mm -hmm. the sweet potato fries. Oh my gosh, bro. Mm. <laughs> Next time you go, check it out. <laughs> where That's going, cool. You where, guys. Where, are... Well, you know, he's taking some other guys out tonight. So where are you and Kojak and them going tonight? So we're going we're going to the Winston. Mm, okay. I'm all about I'm all about a vibe with the food. Like the food complements the vibe, if that makes sense. Okay. Feel that. That's okay. I feel like there's two sides to like a, a restaurant, the vibe and the food. I and like when it mixes, that. like you know what I mean? It's like a it's just, yeah, it's a cool experience. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm all the right. other way around, bro. I just want the food to be good. I could be sitting outside or in a park. Or for sure, that's true. <laughs> Our producer Alex says priest DG, so yeah, Alex definitely agrees. Oh my gosh, see, fat people like me that we we don't care about the about all that, we just eat. Hey, don't get oh. it twisted. I love food, man. Like, I yeah. really do love food, but I gotta, he I does, just gotta he watch does you know love I mean? food, like, Jay. He ate, he ate uh, wings, quesadillas, 
and chips and queso all in the same uh setting. Just like a, uh, probably not the best mix, but yo, you gotta go to uh you gotta go to neighborhood jam mm-hmm. at some point. Bro, I heard about that. I yeah. heard about that. Neighborhood jam yeah. is banging, bro. We just gotta get you a list. I, I gotta I gotta make you a list and just shoot it shoot it over to you. For sure. For hey, sure. um how have things with uh Schmitty been going? You like him? I love Schmitty. I mean, like it's a it's a different relationship with any strength coach because you know what I mean? Like they're getting on you, they're pushing you. So at times you'd be like, dang man, like, but other times like you'll thank them when spring ball and fall camp comes around because, you know, you'll be in, in good shape for for whatever is to come. And, I mean, y'all know how fall camp and spring ball is, depending, yeah. you know. Yeah. What's been, I guess, the toughest part about being with Schmitty? Or has there been any tough parts about working out with him? I I personally, this is something that, like, may be a little difficult but i like it because like i know it's just it's a different way of preparing and like um sometimes we'll lift first and then we'll run sometimes we'll run first and then we'll lift and like you won't really know kind of thing so he'll kind of just mix it up on us um i think we're far from really the real work um in terms of like ramps and stadiums and stuff but um, yeah definitely definitely hitting getting that working those ramps and those stadiums are coming, my guy. <laughs> I, already, hey, I, already, I already told him about it. I, trust me, I already told him that. <laughs> the worst thing is, like DJ did touch on, is that sometimes we will do like ramps and stadiums after or before a, um, like, a, or we'll do that after a squat day or something like that. So, like, imagine today, like, we squatted today and you know what I'm saying? We're getting that work in and then going and running ramps. So, it's like, yeah, they got to build us into that, though. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think my freshman year, we did most of that during the summer on yeah. Fridays. That's what people I... are saying. That's what people are saying. Yeah. Right now, we're yeah. kind of getting ready for coaching station. So we're doing a lot of drill work and, you know, things among that nature, just kind of learning it and learning how to finish and everything, you know? Yeah. I will say, DG, during those coaching stations, uh, you're going to get tired, but if you're always talking, then it helps. It, like, it just helps, like, the visual aspect from the coaches. They're like, man, like, he's always talking and stuff, but he's still leading. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I bet. Yeah. And I guess it keeps the juice going, but yeah. if, you, yeah. if you don't catch your breath for a little bit, I, I've seen that one, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> on one of the coaches, you got to, you know what I mean? You got to breathe it in. You got to breathe a little bit or else that I'm, will catch up to you. When yeah. I'm already going, bro. Comes. Yeah. Like this past year, you know, I was, you know, leading the captain, that type of deal. And so yep. Coach Wiley, he'd always be like, where you at, J-Hall? I'm like, man, I'm tired. I got to breathe. But here. I'm sitting there. You know, I'm like, I'm here. Like, I'm like, come on, team. Like, And I'm like, <gasps> still trying to breathe. Oh, uh, but yeah, no, that's cool. Um, hey, so real quick, D, going back to the food thing. So I saw on social media or on Twitter, I think it was that Jocelyn invited you over, and you go, you all had like, you know, a little Hawaii get together. How, how was that? Yeah, so it was good. By the way, she's a good cook. I was a okay. bit, you know what I mean, prejudiced at first because like I don't know, you know what I mean. I'll be like, okay, let's. 
I didn't know what to come in with, but yeah. once she had the plate ready and I, I ate the chicken katsu, which is, you know I mean, some good food from back home. It was smacking, 10 out of 10. Um, okay. But she got me uh, and Jonah together, and we all went over to her spot, and she shepped it up. So I'm grateful for her. Shout out, Jocelyn. Yeah, we have to get a little shout out. You know, she we had her on the pod not too long ago, I think for our bye week. Hey. I don't know if she told you. Yeah, she's a friend of the pod. I love it. Definitely a friend of the pod. Taking it. Okay, so take us back to the football aspect real quick in your relationship with Lebby. How were were you guys like close in terms of you know that relationship y'all had in the transfer portal or you know, prior to you committing to Oklahoma, did you guys, were you familiar with each other? So, so Coach Lev coached me at UCF um, my freshman year. Um, he also recruited me there. So we had that connection. Um, he ended up leaving to go to Ole Miss. So, you know what I mean? It was, it was a great opportunity for him. He ended up leaving. I played the past two years. Um we were always close, you know what I mean? Just with past coaches, I was always close with, uh, you know, any past coaches that, even the coaches that went to Tennessee um, from UCF. Um, and then once I entered the portal and could talk to him, you know, I reached out. And um, when he was at Ole Miss, you know, that was a potential landing spot. And then he left. And then just, you know, how weird things play out. I mean, shoot, now I'm here and we're, we're doing this thing, so. Yeah, that makes – I forgot Levy was at UCF, too. I didn't even think about that. Dang, that's pretty cool. Um, did you play your first year at UCF, or did you redshirt it? I did. I, I played right out the gate, so. Oh, okay. So you was, started uh, the past, yep. what, three years? At, okay. Yep. No, that's cool, man. Um, has Does he seem like he's changed any, or is he still the same old dude? It's funny because – I think I got, you know what I mean, the memory of, of the UCF lab. But, man, dudes dudes grown. Dudes, I mean, just I can even see in the offense, you know, a lot of things that we were talking about and trying to find answers to. Now, I mean, it's on a whole nother level in a really good way. So, um, shoot, I'm just excited. I'm glad to be back with Lev. You know, I obviously love being coached by him. Pushed me to be a, a lot better than, you know, I play and gets me to play at a higher level. So um, yeah. that's that's all I can ask for. That's what's up. Braden, uh, I know he was just talking about the offense. Have you got a chance to see it at all? Like, have y'all looked at the playbook any? Uh, we haven't looked at the playbook. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff that has to be hashed out with, you know, Leb and Coach B integrating both of their stuff, you know, run game with the pass game. But, um, you know, being with DG – Having throwing sessions and stuff, I've kind of got, you know, an introduction to it a little bit. I recently talked to, you know, Coach Finley, and Coach Finley was like, yeah, we're going to get started on it. We're finishing up, it up right now, so we're going to get started real soon so, you know, we can be prepared for spring ball. But, yeah, just really basic introductions, you know, just, just stuff that we can be able to throw with DG with, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just a little bit. But we will, makes sense. we will soon be, you know, getting diving in for real, for real. Okay. Uh, DG, real quick before we let you go, man, can you tell us a little bit about uh, 
the brand you have going on. What is DG yep. the brand? I think it's called. Yes. So this was something, you know, me and uh, my guy Smitty thought of um, back actually in November of 2019, I believe. Um, or actually 2020. Another Smitty, brother. COVID. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A, a different, uh, a different Smitty? Smitty. Okay. A different All right. Smitty. <laughs> There's a lot of Smitties right now, but um, a different Smitty. And uh, we kind of came up with the idea um, and kind of seen this thing grow out. Um, but it is, you know, stands for dedicated to greatness. And it's just something that I really do. And I'm super passionate about because. You know, I'm I'm a creator, and I think there's there's some cool things to be created with the brand and super versatile. We can do a bunch of things with, you know, having an LLC and and learning, you know, kind of the business world of things. But um, it's just opened a lot of opportunities for me, um, relationship wise, um, meeting a lot of different people, um, but also connecting with a lot of different people, you know, from from all ages, from all areas. So. Um, it's, it's something I'm really passionate about because I've been able to meet a lot of people and, and do a lot of great things. So so can you tell us a little bit about what the brand's main focus is right now? Like, tell tell the fans what it is. Like, is it something that you use for just multi-purpose? Is there merchandise they might can go get? You know, plug it a little bit. Yep. So, so we do got merchandise. Um, okay. Kind of outdated right now. There's got to be some work on the merchandise area, but um, we got some big plans in the community back home um, that we're working on um, for my high school. And then we got some big plans we're trying to work on, you know, for the Oklahoma area um, with, with a lot of focus with um, just kids in the, the middle school to high school range that, you know, are playing sports and it's something I'm really passionate about and think that, you know, it's a really pivotal time in a lot of, you know, dudes careers. Um, and and women so um that's that's one of our big plans but on the merchandise side shoot it's all it's all what happens and and creative ideas that you know bloom so we'll we'll see what you know is to come on, on that side of things for sure we'll be we'll be uh tuned in whenever you make that update uh matter of fact the pod we might we'll just go ahead and plug you rocking. in we gotta, yeah yeah i know braid on a rocket we'll retweet it um for sure that type of deal so uh brayden do you have anything else for our guy dg before we let him go we know we gotta let him let him get to his dinner with the young guys yeah yeah uh nothing nothing too pressing last thing i just wanted to say is like you know what um you know you coming in as you know our quarterback you're the guy now obviously and obviously like you said there's more work to be done but what are just some of the expectations and what do you see for yourself in the team, you know, coming this year? Just give this, you know, Sooner Nation a little bit of thought, you know, food for thought for this year. I think the biggest thing is obviously, you know, not looking past it as a conference championship, um, you know, taking care of business on that mm -hmm. side of things. And then, you know, obviously being at this caliber school, you know, that that national championship is something we always chase. So, um, that that was not no, you know, uh, unknown when I first walked in. You know, right when I walked in, it was, it was very clear, you know, what the goals were. And um, being around guys like that, shoot, we all make each other better and we all push each other. Um, even in the workouts, um, the type of leadership we got in the building, man, it's 
it's crazy to see. So uh, I'm just blessed to be here, grateful. And shoot, we're going to get to work, so. Well, I can't sure. wait to see it, DG, man. I appreciate you for coming on to the pod. Um, I know you got Braden, um, your coach, uh, you know, BV in there. If you have any questions or need anything, feel free to hit me up. But uh, once again, I want to tell you thank you. Um, I know the fans are excited to see you play, and I know they'll be excited to listen to the podcast. So um, go ahead, go ahead on to your dinner, man. <laughs> That's all we got for you. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you, DJ. All right, Sooner Nation, moving on to the last part of the show. You know, it's our favorite listener-submitted questions. But first, but first, but first, we have a birthday shout-out. Braden, take us yeah. away. Yeah, we do have a birthday shout-out. And I also want to say before I get to the shout-out, you know, Jay Hall and I have said it plenty of times before, but if you want to, you can reach out to us, you know, via our DMs, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, you can't email us. I probably won't respond. I don't check my email like that. But you can you can email us. But um, And we'll reply. You know, we have a little downtime, whatever the case would be. We'll reply, like you might have seen couple days ago i took a picture with a kid it was his birthday his dad dm'd me you know so just you know keep that in mind but the birthday shout out goes to uh happy belated birthday to ryan beller riot beller he turned ninth on a he turned nine on the fourth uh his parents reached out to us and told us that he was a listener in the pod and his son has just really loved the pod ever since it started and his love for the game has just grew tenfold so um yeah, shout out to Riot, and I um, hope you had a great birthday, man. And if you want a shout out like this, we could give shout outs. So, yeah. For sure, man. Riot, uh, happy belated birthday. Um, one thing that stood out to me in his message to us, he said that our podcast made him realize that we're just everyday people. <laughs> you know, we're normal, just like you guys. Uh, we just happen to play football in our better at it than the average person so um appreciate you riot and the family for shooting us that message thank you for tuning in listening to the pod um if you guys want us to shout you guys out for any specific reason uh feel free like Braden said to hit us up um hopefully there's something like special behind it or something cool you know we're not just giving shout outs just to give shout outs but i have a shout out of my own before we get to listener submitted questions. Um, shout out to Kill Bill Mob on Twitter. Um, he came and supported the Sooners at the Senior Bowl. Didn't get a chance to talk to him, but I've been messaging him on Twitter for the past two weeks. Tried to get his son an autograph personally, but just didn't have the chance in the time. However, he did. Um, it was crazy. I was taking a picture with my mom, but I was still on the field, and he threw an OU flag on the field. Like, this man was in the stands and just threw it. Like, he just launched it, and I was like, shoot, I'll just go ahead and sign it. And instead of getting a picture with me, he ended up getting a picture with my mom, and um, my grandparents messaged me after the game and said he had a great time as well. So, once again, shout out to Kill Bill on Twitter. Moving on to our listener submitted questions. Brayden, what's the first one we got? First one is from the Tatted Sooner. We all know him. <laughs> He's well known in the Sooner community, especially on Twitter. But he asked, how does the uh, team handle two guys on the same side of the ball wanting the same number? And you know what? That's a great question. Not a lot of people ask that question. Um, 
Usually seniority wins or how good you are wins. Yeah. Basically, I'm going to say it like that. So, like, if a senior if a senior wants a number and a freshman or a guy that was just a freshman going to sophomore year wants a number, most likely the senior is going to get that number unless the freshman is – well, I can't even say this because I was going to say, like, Danny Sussman or something like that. But he got his number take by, uh, taken by the number that he wanted. It was taken by uh, Kobe. So, I can't even say that. But, uh, yeah, yeah you know, seniority wins. When I came in, uh, obviously, I wore number 27 in high school and won at 27 when I got to OU. And a walk-on had – I'm not going to say his name, but a walk-on had my number. And um, I think he was a redshirt sophomore or a true sophomore. And they took his took his number and gave it to me. <laughs> so um, – I don't know. Yeah. Seniority is always the thing. Maybe it's seniority plus the scholarship. Um, yeah, that that too. Well, when I was trying to change my number, when I was trying to change, <laughs> I was I was there. Was, I'm not gonna say names or numbers, but there were certain numbers where the equipment staff was like, "Well, you could take his number if you want it. You could take his too. You don't care." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I don't want to take guys' numbers." <laughs> oh man, but, they gonna do yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I didn't do any of that. You know, I say I went and talked to Shafe and Shafe let me have nine and you know, all that good stuff. But I will say for everybody that was asking me about the number deal, I tried to switch my number early on in my career, sophomore year. I tried to switch it to number seven because that's what I was in high school. Well, if y'all don't remember, when I was a soft, going into sophomore, Spence was coming in as a freshman. So guess who got that number? Then I was like, ah. Ah. I was like, you know what? Okay, that's cool. I was like, he was like, you waited too late for that one, buddy. He was like, you want to choose it to, you want to change it to another number? I was like, you know what? Uh, my freshman year of high school, I was 11, and my birthday is November 11th. I was like, give me 11. That's my lucky number two. He's like, hey man, Jaden has that one. I was like, all right, you know what? Just give me, just let me keep 81. I don't care. <laughs> man, the number struggle. The number struggle is low key real though. Like if you don't. If somebody has your number when you first come in, that's a, that's a difficult situation. So good question. Uh, definitely a first one for us. Moving on to our next one, Coda underscore Perry on Twitter asks, have either of you ever been starstruck by a former Sooner? Yes, I will never forget my first team meeting. This was back when we were still in the trailers. So this was back before we even had a locker room or had the red room that we do now, the big old fancy chairs, that type of deal. I sat down, and Baker Mayfield walks in, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's him. Like, it's it's the Baker Mayfield. Like, that's number six. Like, Heisman now my knee. Like, whoa. Like, I'm really on the same <laughs> team as him. And I was just sitting there starstruck, like, man, I'm really here. Like, I actually made it. And uh, long story short, I think I was in Dimitri Flower's seat and um, I got bullied and they told me to move to the back. And yeah, things went downhill after that because I was like nervous and they made all the freshmen come to the front of the room. But yeah, I'll never forget that day. That was actually um, that was actually kind of cool. But the more time you spend around here, though, um, the more you just get used to guys coming back. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um. 
I would as well. I'll say this as as it pertains to players that I've played with. Yes and no. You know what I'm saying? It's cool to have played with certain guys and everything like that. But it's just like Jay Hall said, it's just kind of normal when you go here. But one guy that I did idolize, you know, coming, you know, I, and I didn't even really watch OU like this. And that's how you know I was such a big fan of him was uh, AD, Adrian Peterson. Of course, who wouldn't? You know what I'm saying? But the biggest reason why is because he's from uh, Palestine or Pal- yeah, Palestine, Texas, the East Texas boy. And my dad's from East Texas. And so that's how I used to hear about him all the time. I didn't really watch OU growing up, but I know about AD. So um, I, that's that's who I would say my, you know, someone that I looked up to or, you know, whatever came in who I looked up to coming in. So mm-hmm. I think he was, uh, he was one of the coaches for, I think my freshman year spring game on my sophomore year. And, uh, I remember thinking that was pretty cool. Cause I think that was my first time seeing him. So yeah, definitely understand that one. Um, shoot. I guess I'll take the last question. Uh, Kathy Hart asked, what is the worst play slash biggest blooper you've made in your football career hmm. hmm this is a good question i never i probably should have read this one before we started because i don't even I know. know man i think the first one that comes to mind is maybe my fumble versus kansas but nobody really touched the ball. Like I just dropped the ball, but I would, I don't know if you would consider that a blooper because I just, that was just a play. Like, I don't, I don't think I've ever had like just a moment where I was just like, Oh, I don't know what to do. You know? Yeah. Blooper, man. Um, I mean, I don't know. In college football, you have a blooper, you're getting taken out. (laughs) So, okay. I will say maybe there's been bloopers as far as it pertains to, blocking like i've know I've, I've done some you know some something goofy or you know something something just yeah. really off the wall when it pertains to blocking maybe when i was younger like sophomore year or something like that like not doing the job i was supposed to do or something or getting tossed or something like that but as it pertains to like something that people actually see i really don't remember yeah i think another one that i, I think that comes to mind is in 2020, um, I don't know what game or even what play this was, but we were blocking, uh, you know, cut Braden when we go backside. So it's like a split zone, inside, outside zone. And I didn't know whether I was going to cut the guy. So dive at his <laughs> angles. I do remember. Ankles. <laughs> or, or, yeah, I didn't know if I was going to cut the guy or if I was going uh, to stand up and, you know, give him the shoulder. And I kind of did a combination of both, which didn't look pretty at all. And uh, Beamer was just looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, um, yeah, nah, that's probably the best one I got. I would say the best one I have would probably come from high school. The best one in college I have to have was probably if when we were playing Florida. It wasn't really a blooper. You know, it was just kind of like stop messing yeah. around type of deal. You know what I'm saying? I had the play before I had blocked this DN all the way to the sideline and I tossed him to the sideline. It was on our sideline and I was over there talking mess to him. And then coach 
called a uh, tempo play. So everybody else was lined up, and I was on the sideline still talking mess. And I like, stop talking mess and get back in the game. And I was like, oh, okay. And then so I ran back over there, you know. That was probably the, yeah. <laughs> the biggest one I got. But there was one in high school where we were we were playing some some really good team uh, at the time. And uh, we were – my junior year, we were okay. We were solid, but we weren't anything special like how we were my senior year. And I was yeah. going out for a pass. Our quarterback, I was open. He didn't see me. So then he started scrambling. He rolled out. I rolled out with him. And he threw a ball to me. And I was wide open wide open and i think i was looking at the end zone or something like that i just dropped the ball boom 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 I was like, oh. <laughs> and then we ended up losing the game by maybe like a touchdown or two and i was like well that was that could have been the game winner right there it was early in the game but then you look back and it's like we lost the game by a touchdown well there you go so i guess you yeah. can say that one for sure these are some good questions probably our best set of questions we've had all year so um appreciate it uh thank you and that is all, ladies and gentlemen, that we have for this segment of the podcast on the prairie. That is the end of our listener submitted questions. Thank you guys for the continued support. As always, we love you guys. Um, like Braden said earlier in the show, feel free to hit us up. Uh, we we typically respond. I've been slow here lately just because I've had a lot going on, but I'll get back to you guys whenever I can. And yeah, we love you all. We appreciate you. We appreciate you guys. And Boomer. Yes, sir. This is perfect.